a dude brought a uh, like a straight python <laughs> to school. The fuck? Like, like a, a snake? Like a snake? Yes. Okay. Big. big python. Like it was probably like seven or eight feet long. <laughs> Jesus it was Christ! His pet. It was How his do you pet. even? Uh, I don't know, it, dude. It was, you know, you're looking at early to mid 2000s, right? So it was just a different world than it is today. <laughs> like that just wouldn't fly at a school, I think today. But <laughs> I don't think it would fly back then either. But I, I we got away with it. <laughs> but and um, you know, as payment for I guess being an asshole to me, he tried to give me a little nug of weed because uh-huh. they were all in little dime bags. Yeah. Right? So he tries to give it to me. So he hands it to me. I'm like, I don't want this shit. And I threw it across the <laughs> gym locker. And his two little cronies, these idiots, they go running and dive in a locker room, which is like tile floors. And like, and they're sitting there punching each other out and like fighting over this little nug of weed wow. and I was like that's so wild cause I it's like I, Jews fighting over a coder <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming in my head they're Mexican I don't know why but they, they were like, not they were not Mexican no okay. Super, are, they, are they black yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's just uh, it's, it's facts it's not like I'm not racist yeah no anything. that's it's fine it, but, the, those were the people who decided to draw a gun on me I wasn't very surprised <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that I'm more racist than I immediately went to it's Mexican are you ready uh, let's get ready to rumble I, I from the words you're giving me, you might be able to spell tampon. Maybe. <laughs> what are you guys doing? He's playing words with friends, so it's like it's Scrabble, but like on your phone. I'm terrible at spelling, yeah. so. <laughs> I was also homeschooled, so. Yeah, that kind of sometimes that helps with words with friends, though. You're like, is this a word? You put it in, and you're like, oh, it is. You that's know. yeah. That's honestly what I'm doing. <laughs> you ready for the next? Yeah, one? sure. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome back to Get Offended. Where have you get offended? It's kind of your fault. This is a uh, second episode with Mr. Uh, Neil Hauser. How are you doing, Neil? I'm doing well. How are yeah, you guys? Still, Great to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we looked at the last episode, and you were just a Jeopardy wizard, dude. You're just so knowledgeable <laughs> in a lot of things. So yeah. What's the what's the saying? Um, uh, yeah. Jack of all trades. <laughs> Master of none is yeah, still, still better bring, than being a master of one. Still bringing this poetry to the table, man. Yeah. Um, what I was going to ask was, you played football in high school, right? Yes. How was that? Because we went to the same high school. It reiterating off of the last episode, but like, I didn't play all four years. Um, did you get a lot of slap ass? Yeah, you know, it was like a. I don't know. Those guys were so gay. <laughs> they, I 100% like, agree with you. They were gay. It was just... And you were part of the wrestling team. I, in the thing yeah, is, I did, is I didn't, the wrestling team was less gay than the football team. 
in defense of football, I can't believe I'm defending football right now, but wrestling, you're sweaty men in tights rolling around on the floor, getting oh, diseases because- from each other. We we already knew that we already looked gay, so we didn't have to like make it more gay. Football. Let me just, let me let me ask you something. As okay. part of wrestling, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, I love. As part of wrestling, is it really important to strengthen your neck regularly? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why, that's why pretty you? gay. <laughs> well, not the like inner part of my neck, <laughs> my throat, but like. Yeah, but you're, I, I actually, you know what? You actually fucking got me there, man. Because I was like, actually, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Well, but, I could just say this too. Out of, I mean, you played football. You were wrestle. You wrestled, and you said that yours is the least gay one. Neil, uh, how many times have you got a finger in your in your asshole from your from playing football? Oh, that's a very different question. And I'm glad you specified. He's like on the field or off the field. Never. <laughs> With that specification, never. Okay. How many times have you got it with wrestling? Okay, I've never had my oil checked, but okay. I have checked other people's oil. Is that supposed to be less gay? I'm doing it for a purpose, not be to be gay. <laughs> Still, is that don't less they gay? have a rule in like wrestling? Like, if you're going to check someone's oil, you got to like offer a reach around at least, <laughs> like just to be considerate. Otherwise, it's kind of um, rude. Like you're getting something out of it, but. I just want to say he thought it was less gay that he fingered someone than he getting fingered. <laughs> That's a great point. Giving than receiving. I mean, what is more gay? You know, taking a, taking a dick in the ass, or you know what this makes me think of? Uh, whitest kids, you know. Yeah. The the grape episode. Oh my god! I'm gonna grape you in the mouth. <laughs> great. Episode, by the way, it, will, it is. It's, it's phenomenal. Also, can we can we can we backtrack a little bit? Yeah, how many on. how many times have you got it with the off without playing football? I am married. <laughs> Didn't expect that at all. Right on. <laughs> they do a different type of wrestling. <laughs> um, Cardio. You say so you play? They're, they're tongue kissing. <laughs> you, that's you, how babies are made <laughs> you, you played football for how many years i played for the first two years first two yeah, yeah. and i sucked um what, what position did you play uh i was um guard i was right guard guard yeah and so was, yeah. was there a moment like within your football two-year career you know that you were like you actually felt on top of the world you're like, um, I fucking dominated this dude. That sounds gay, but like... <laughs> yeah, there, there was a couple times where I got just some massive hits on guys who were much bigger than me. Yeah. And, you know, um, as gay as it sounds, took him to the floor, you know, and and just, you know, ruin their day. Laid him out. Yeah, ruin, ruin their day. Spread them cheeks. And that felt good. <laughs> yeah. It was now... You had your glory moment, you know. Sure. Yeah. And then was there an awful moment where you're like, God damn, like I will never forget this, you know? Because there's definitely moments in wrestling where I was like, fuck, this still fucks with me to this day. But getting, uh, getting second place. Getting second place, yeah. Like mm-hmm. losing it like a, something I should have won, you know? But like was there a moment where you're like There I don't know. There was there was a few of them. Um but I think really like I left just because like 
the people that were on that team oh, yeah. were just so shitty. Do you know, explain. for the most, as a generality, I'm not saying all of them. Like, um, I had a really good buddy, uh, Andrew, who was like a six foot four ginger. He was our center. Hmm. And he was like my best buddy through like all of high school. Um, you know, so I made friends and stuff what, in there, but what were the shitty people doing? Oh, you, you can talk shit. Oh, you don't I, have to say well, names, you know, you, you know, you go at it if you want there. So when we were freshmen, um, it was a separate freshman campus at, at our school at YHS, uh, when I went through it. And, um, so the football locker room was just us and we'd get in before the coaches were in, um, and to the changing room and stuff. And, uh, I just remember things happening. Like one of them, a dude brought a, uh, like a straight Python <laughs> to school. The fuck? Like, like a, a snake, like a snake. Yes. Okay. Big. big Python. Like it was probably like seven or eight feet long. <laughs> Jesus it was Christ. His pet. It was How his do you pet. even, uh, I don't know. They, dude, it was, you know, you're looking at early to mid two thousands, right? So it was just a different world than it is today. Like that just wouldn't fly at a school, I think today. But <laughs> I don't think it would fly back then either. But I, I we got away with it. <laughs> but well, kind of. Um, so this kid brought his python to school, and four of the guys decided to steal his python from him. <laughs> this is another football player. Steal his python from him. And so the way that they did that was duct taped his mouth and duct taped him to a chair. The python? No, the kid. <laughs> Jesus. Duct taped his ankles, his hands, and his mouth. So he's sitting That's like a shitty. hostage in the center of the thing trying to get out. Yeah. And can't. And then took the snake and crammed it in a locker room. And I was, n- I'll say this right now for the record, I was not a part of this. I think this is animal cruelty already um you know poor snake um but they they knew that one of the guys was death deathly afraid of snakes yeah so they crammed it in his locker so he goes and opens the locker and this snake isn't striking or anything it's in there it's scary it's huge you know it fills up like half of his locker so it's like spilling out when he opens it right yeah so he grabs it and chucked it across the locker room into a locker and <laughs> that's, that's, that's gotta be an angry python at that point like that thing's gonna snap you know dude i don't know what he did because he like grabbed it kind of like near its tail and like whipped it so its head was probably like going mock three um yeah. and its head didn't make it it was <laughs> not attached Oh, to the body. The G force. But that's what happens when you throw a snake at sheet metal. Yeah. And it hits a sharp spot on some sheet metal. You now have a dead snake and a kid who's turned around the other way, duct taped to a chair, freaking out because he saw this happen. He did not see it happen. Okay. But he could hear what's going on, and he can't scream. And then, you, so when I talk about like people being shitty, like it was. Like what the hell and then, were you and then, thinking? And then you t- turn around and your 
pet is just decapitated on. Yeah, he finally, he, with a little bit of help, he ripped himself out. I think somebody kind of, like, started to tear at the duct tape on one of his wrists, and he, he got up. and Did he, he start was, swinging? Yeah, he was, like, crying and swinging. He wasn't doing any damage because he was one of the smaller guys on the team and and stuff. And the, the guys who did it were just pieces of crap. Okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, probably three out of four of those guys had been in and out of prison by now like wow. like right. it wouldn't surprise me yeah you hear, heard from any of those you haven't heard from any of those guys since then yeah you think i talk to people like that <laughs> you never uh. know man sometimes you hear shit sometimes uh like this is fucking really depressing but like i always get updated on like oh this person from high school died or something you know really all the time yeah it's fucking weird because maybe i'm just, I'm like, just happier be not knowing <laughs> ignorance so I is just, bliss yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, maybe I just buried my head in the sand. I don't know. <laughs> but a but python? I, Jesus. I mean, <sighs> dude. That's pretty fucked, but I, my like process of thinking is why would you bring that to school? To impress your friends maybe? I don't know. He he thought it was impressive. He he had mentioned it so these guys kind of gamed him and we're like, "Oh, we really want to see it." blah blah blah. They already had a plan knowing that this other kid was that Definitely was there like sense. any like like principle involved in this like suspension or like detention no. like it was just like no completely swept under the rug because wow. the coaches they were good players so the coaches wanted them to still be able to play so they said fix oh, this, this. We're, we're not talking about this uh, you guys are gonna fix this for this kid whether it means you know getting him a new snake or or whatever but this doesn't leave this locker room. And that's how things were handled. And you were in there. Yeah. And I was just a bystander. But, I, I mean, you know, it, it was one of those things, like, if you had tried to do anything, you were next. Yeah. So that kind of kept everybody, like, a little bit checked. No. So, like, the rest of us left. We were on the field. I So... I didn't get to see this, but I saw a video oh, of damn. it. damn. I thought you were in the locker room. No, I saw the video like five minutes later when somebody ran down to the field and they're like, holy crap, you know. Well, you know. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be a cons- conspiracy theorist, but I think Neil was the one who loosened Heck. the straps on that kid. <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I got out of there. I didn't want any part of it. And then I saw the video and I was like, man, that's really crappy. You know, but we, uh, another thing was... Uh, just funny. We had a guy named Tripod for obvious reasons. <laughs> who, who I don't think that's not too obvious. What does that mean? Tripod? He had a third leg. Oh my god! <laughs> I you I, could lean him over, <laughs> and he'd still be standing up. <laughs> you got the Michael Jackson in him. Uh, Anyways, continue. <laughs> it's like maybe the size of Michael Jackson. <laughs> I just immediately went to little kids. And I was like, that's so horrible. All right, so um, tripod. What it, I think it would be Michael Jackson was in him. <laughs> there you go. Um, so what's significant about Mr. Tripod? Dude, that was just the wildest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> How big? Over a foot, and we measured. Jesus, are you serious? Measured? Yeah. Uh, over a foot? He's got like gigantism or something, maybe. Yeah, I think I think the worst thing that I ever did in high school. Um, there's this kid. I'm I'm not gonna 
give out his his name or anything because um, I don't want him to have to like relive some trauma that I did on him. But right. um, sophomore year, so now we're at the main high school campus again, gym locker room. Dude, high school is wild for me. I, anyways, so in the guys' locker room, um, people get pantsed regularly. I right, hated pull, that shit. pull their shorts down, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, everybody would always tighten their drawstrings. So you couldn't yeah, get their shorts down, whatever. That's bringing some I, trauma back right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're cutting off the circulation to your legs just to survive gym class. Um, so that's fun. Um, but so I had been pantsed by this kid and he was like kind of a nerd, not a nerd, but a dweeb, yeah. you know, he wasn't smart. He was just weird. <laughs> so I guess that doesn't make you a nerd that you're kind of more of a dweeb, I guess. So, um, you know, and I wasn't the nicest kid in high school by, by far was not the meanest, like <laughs> not even, not even by a long stretch, but he got me. So I was like, yeah, I'm getting this kid next time for sure so uh this kid was about to get in a fight with another kid oh no okay okay so everyone circled up around the two of them and i'm on on the edge of the circle and this kid's back is to me so i reach over and i pantsed him but i grabbed his boxers oh and so he got fully pantsed nobody wants to fight a naked dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well yeah so it did stop the fight but um he got the nickname for the rest of the high school was two millimeter peter two millimeter peter he was a he was he was a grower not a shower so i wrecked high school for this kid <laughs> and we we actually met after high school i can't remember where but i got to apologize for it which was which was good and i think it was good for him because i was like dude <laughs> i did not mean like, to do that this is villain origin story <laughs> yeah well, freshman year some kid took was he was told it was creatine he was given like four oh dick pills oh my god and an ambulance had to come oh, and no. he got a needle down his dick to, oh, to get rid fuck. of the reaction so there's that what else has what else happened i'm pretty thankful school? for my name the elevator in high school versus two millimeter Peter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a rough one to live with for all of high school. Damn. Like I, that. So I felt really bad because it was like, that was his nickname. Like everybody knew it and everybody knew how he got it. You which were, is just you were, you were his, his, his 13th reason. He ne- oh my gosh. No, I think he only got to 12. So he's still around. <laughs> But, you know, being one of 12 isn't great. You um, never dated anyone in high school because of that? or did, but, uh, I think he still had some little girlfriend probably like senior year or something. But, yeah, he was he, got he, was, he was still pretty awkward. And I just didn't. I added to that awkwardness. And so that. But he was a dick. It, yeah. am, am I am I the yeah. asshole? <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, he did. He did this thing to me. I was trying to get him back. You know, as innocently as, you know, that could be, I guess, you know, like, I don't think that retribution is a great thing now as an adult, but in the moment I was just, I was embarrassed. So I'm getting this kid back. I saw my opportunity. I took it, but unfortunately for him, it went 
way wrong. You could have saved him from that fight, though. He could have got really messed up in that fight. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you might have saved his life. <laughs> so that that same year, there's this uh, there's this big uh, Hispanic dude who's uh, like the on campus drug dealer, and he forcibly put like a gallon Ziploc bag of weed in my locker. Jesus Christ! Like told man. me he'd beat the shit out of me. I didn't put it in there because he knew the drug dogs were coming. I didn't know that. Oh, really? So he forced it into my locker, locked it, and then pushed, physically pushed me out of the locker room because I was already dressed. Yeah. And he said, if you say anything to anybody, I'm going to make your life hell for the rest of like the time that you're in high school. Yeah. And so I was like shitting bricks the whole time, but I didn't say anything. And then... The funny part of that story is that after gym class was over, he comes, he gets his crap out of my locker and, um, you know, as payment for, I guess, being an asshole to me, he tried to give me a little nug of weed because uh-huh. they were all in little dime bags. Yeah. Right. So he tries to give it to me. So he hands it to me. I'm like, I don't want this shit. And I threw it across <laughs> the gym locker and his two little cronies, these idiots, they go running and dive in a locker room, which is like tile floors and like, and they're sitting there punching each other out and like fighting over this little nug of weed. Wow. And I was like, that's so wild. Cause I, it's like I, Jews fighting over a coder. <laughs> I'd do it over a penny. I'm, oh my gosh. My German showing. <laughs> my German showing. Is that what you said? Yeah. They give me two things. <laughs> But oh, all right, gosh. yeah, they, they were fighting over a nug of weed. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. That that made it a little bit better for me because I got to watch these two dummies fight so, over something I cared so little about. You know, I was like, I'm just glad it's out of my uh, locker. How how? Uh, and this isn't a fat joke, but like, how big were you in high school? Uh, because you're not like you're a pretty massive dude, like Bill. Yeah. I imagine if like during during football season you're probably pretty built. Too, um, you know? like no, so so I graduated at 17. I I started like kindergarten just early because my birthday is in, in yeah. the summer, so okay. it was either kind of be late or kind of be early. Yeah, and so my parents put me into school early. Um, so I graduated at 17 years old. So the youngest in your class. Yeah, so I was always smaller, like That's like I I had crazy. I had muscle and stuff, but you know I I was still growing after high school like quite a bit, um, so I think the heaviest I was was like one sixty. Okay, like I was not big, but then you know going into like college and stuff, I um, I started working at a gym. Because I, in, in high school, I did uh, uh, like a weightlifting class and stuff, and um, and so that kind of got me into that. And so I, I got into kind of the bodybuilding scene, and so I was working at a gym, and I got to be like 220 pounds, six percent body fat, just shredded, right before going into my fire academy, and then that dropped me down to like 185 pounds. And just no body fat whatsoever. I looked just like the malnourished. Yeah. You know, like I still had like good muscle on me, but they just run the crap out of you. 
so much <laughs> yeah they do. that i i just i lost it all and then the biggest i got was like 295 and right now i'm like 260 i'm i think i'm like so. 295 right now yeah well you and i kind of have very similar builds i know like when we put in the effort you know we can get that down and be really lean and look really really good um but it takes a lot of effort you know naturally our bodies just carry a little bit more weight you know we've, what was that laugh take? <laughs> he, he fucking giggled <laughs> look small guys don't need to be a part of this conversation okay raccoon motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> no but it's it's just it's different for for everybody so i've got a buddy chris who he can't put weight on to save his life and he's like six foot four but just rail skinny i mean he'd be great in a gunfight because he just he'd turn sideways and disappear <laughs> oh, he's a pencil. you know and yeah no you wouldn't be able to hit him um me on the other hand you have you know plenty of room to hit all my vital organs yeah yeah you're like i do not do well in laser tag <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly there are sports that i'm good at and then there's sports that i'm well, not so good might at. be an unfair advantage but we got a bigger vest in the back in the back for the laser tag if you want <laughs> yeah yeah all, all your spots are like extra wide so they can hit anywhere yeah that's good yeah any questions jake uh what made you shave your head yeah, no, good question. I was, I was so curious. <laughs> Such honestly. a random question. Man. No, so um, well, I'm just saying. One time you had hair, the next time you didn't. <laughs> yeah, now it's all migrated down to my face. Um, Looks good. Which, by the way. yeah, Thank which you. suits you. Yeah, yeah, I've been growing my beard out now. It's been, I think, four months. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna try and grow it out for a full year, see what it looks like, and. Hmm. You know, I'm not going to do the thing where I don't trim it and oh, yeah. keep it looking decent, but, um, cause my wife just would not have that, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, so I was already kind of like, my hair was kind of like already receding in the front a little bit. Um, not great hair genetics. Like each individual hair is just thin. I don't have thick strands of hair, you know? So then when you lose a few of them it just looks terrible so you know in my you know i don't know 23 24 somewhere in there um you know i'm a firefighter uh at the time and i just part of it was i'm tired of trying to make this shit on my head try to look good at three in the morning when i'm going to a call for a grandma having a stroke like, because yeah. you still have to present yourself well, you know, at three in the morning when you were just asleep 10 minutes ago and, and you've got like so many minutes to do it in, you know, cause you're, you're, you're running out with a hat on. So typically you're just wearing a hat or you're wearing your helmet. Yeah. Um, and it's just a mess. So that's not great for hair health. So I just shaved it all. I bicked it. And so I ran it like that the whole time that I was a firefighter. Then tried to grow it back out again. Uh, key tip for anybody who has some receding hair as a man: <laughs> don't shave your head. It's gonna make it worse. Cause really? Oh yeah. Well, it doesn't make it worse necessarily. It's just that your hair continues to recede whether you can see it or not. Uh, so the next time you grow it out, you're like, this is ten times worse than the last time I saw it. This is horrible. Like I look like a trash fire like this is just bad so 
um, made the decision, you know, did that for like a couple years, kind of grew it out a little bit um, on top. And then I was like, it's just not, I'm not going to be the creeper or, you know, look <laughs> 10 years older than I am, you know? So I was yeah. like, I'll just, ba-. it made me look younger when I shaved my head, ironically. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we're at, dude. So yeah, I do, yeah. I do look like I, you know, I'm a, I'm a skinhead or something, but I'm not. <laughs> you know, listen to the last episode, maybe you'll yeah, change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to defend. Look, I'm not. I wasn't part of Hitler's youth. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I'm a good guy. I love Jesus. I have Lithuanian. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> you ever you, you nick your head or? Uh, I mean, I have, but, like, I'm just, I'm really good at shaving my head now, you know, so, it's, when you first shave your head, like, with a razor, it hurts, no one tells you that, but your, your scalp is sensitive. Oh, because it hasn't seen the sun in, like, ever. It, it, well, it hasn't seen sun, but your scalp isn't used to that tugging of, like, a razor blade, and so it's, it's actually, like, painful, like, for the first couple weeks of shaving it. Did you so get, like, you, razor bumps and stuff? Yeah, so you just wouldn't shave it every day. You'd shave it and then, like, wait a couple days, then shave it, and then, and then you know, like, where I'm at now, I shave it, you know. I, I haven't shaved in a few days, but typically I shave it every day. Mm. You know, I'll take a shower, and I do it blind in the shower with running water and have no issues. Yeah. Uh. Fun stuff. Any other questions, Jake? Any bald questions you want to ask? Did you shave it in like a in like a weird patch when you first shaved it, just for fun, or did you just? I think just to did get you give it, yourself like a mohawk or something. Well, like? no, just to get it like out of my head that I'm gonna Booker like team. I am shaving it. I just did a strip right down the center. And I was like, okay, <laughs> no, no going, going back. back yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anti Booker T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the only other kind of fun thing I did was like the second time I was going back to shave my head I did a full on cul-de-sac <laughs> and yeah I was I was I remember I was in a hotel in Irvine um, on a job and our crew had been out there for like three or four months and I just looked disheveled and so I bought some safety razors and I was like I'm just gonna shave my head <laughs> so I did a full cul-de-sac on it just shaved the whole top and left the sides yeah um just to take photos to like make my wife giggle at home yeah you know? and and so she got a good laugh about it and um and then shaved the rest of it off and stuff so but those photos don't exist so don't go don't go <laughs> Dude, asking my wife for those she doesn't have them you just gave me a fucking core memory right now i remember <laughs> i had a party <laughs> and jay could finish this statement because he knows where i'm going with it there's photos of you on a chair. That's oh, not no. what I was uh, thinking. Oh, no. That, no. that was not what I was that thinking. That doesn't need to be on the podcast. <laughs> what I was going to say. That was shared in a <laughs> uh, friends only. First of all, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking that. Which um, I didn't even know until like a year ago <laughs> that my cousin <laughs> was in your close friends group yeah, on there yeah. so she got to see all those pictures and videos <laughs> and i wondered why Dude. my cousin started treating me like a complete 
idiot after that. <laughs> just, just like no respect anymore. Uh, oh I think God. you were aiding for the point. What were you saying when you kept chanting that one? No, no, no. Oh, so goodness. first, first, There's let a me, lot let me for that day. hold on. So first of all, I'm gonna establish. I didn't know she was your cousin at that moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so were you hitting? Her? I just no, I wasn't hitting on her. It was just like I we were like good friends. It was just like I just didn't know you guys were cousins. Oh my god. So when she was on my close friends list and saw that, she's like, Is that Neil? And I was just like Oh, so you yeah. knew and you didn't even tell me, hey, so you're I didn't realize but your cousin found out. Like you could have just I don't told think me. she just asked, Is that Neil? And I was just like oh, Yeah Yeah. God. You're like yeah, it's Neil. I was like, "Do you know him?" And then I—I I don't think she messaged me back. That and was then, like when we first started hanging out again. Yeah, and then you—you you told me like you, my cousin figured out that I, you know, about that night, and I was just like, "Oh, uh, who's your cousin?" And then you s- said her name, and yeah. then I was like, "Oh, oh fuck. my gosh." <laughs> Uh, secondly, what I was referring yeah, pastor's to pastor's daughter was that Jake was recording you uh, yes. singing. What was it? High Which School Musical or something? That oh, sounds like me. That oh, no, one. it was like Jonas Brothers or something like that. That was, also sounds like me. Yeah, you were singing Jonas Brothers, singing some kind of Disney, and songs. you were like so like delete that fucking video now. You were you were into <laughs> it. You were singing, and then you turned and you saw my phone, and it just like switched. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dive literally dived over the bar to grab my phone. I think yeah. I, I think I sent it to your wife. <laughs> you guys had a discussion. She, I, don't, I don't even think were we married at the time or just dating. You guys were just uh, dating. dating. I think at the might time. even yeah. been fiancés at the moment, maybe. Uh, but I, I, just yeah, I don't. I, you yeah. know, there's a reason that I, I you talked in the last podcast about you're not drinking anymore. And I said congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like this year, my wife and I were, you know, being intentional about when and if we drink, you know? Yeah. So it's like. In moderation. Yeah. It's, well, and like, well, we've done moderation, but it's like, we'd still be, you know, have a glass of or two of wine, you know, with dinner or whatever, um, like three, four nights a week. And now we're like, yeah, we're just going to do it socially. Like, we, we're we not going to do it at home when it's just us. We're not going to, you know, do that. We're just, like, if it's a wedding, a funeral, like, somebody's birthday or something, then, yeah, we'll have a couple drinks with them. But other than that, we kind of, it's just, yeah. you get old and it stops being as <laughs> you start you start getting a acid reflux quite a bit, and then you're just like, I I think I'm. That's never stop. been an issue. Oh, I just dude, think, I get it all the time. I you know what I get? I kid. Asshole syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I just become a dick. <laughs> and <laughs> Jacob's like, I have another yeah, topic. I know. I have another topic since he admitted it. I remember. I remember, <laughs> I remember we. I asked you guys were married at the time. I asked your wife. I was like, dude. How do you just like put up with Neil all the time? Like I was like, he just goes from like zero to a hundred so fast. Yeah. And you were like, no, I don't. And she's like, <laughs> immediately, just like that, from zero to a hundred. Yeah. And she's like, it's okay, honey. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what I realized. I said, dude, like you guys were just perfect for each other because like, she's mellow. Yeah. Yeah. So the topic I was gonna bring up was with me and my girl. I also like identify as like an asshole you know sure um but 
it's it's the first step is acknowledging it. But my my girl's <laughs> a very like sweet girl. Uh huh. You know, um, your girl is a very sweet wife, and I'm just like had like this like epiphany in the shower or something. I also Whit, like Whitman, like he has a very sweet woman, but mm-hmm. he's a very assertive man. Yeah, I was like, do sweet women just go for dick bags? Like, <laughs> like is that what is that what happens? No, but there's something to say about having, um, being a leader. And I'm not going to say that, like, you need to be an asshole to be a leader because that's completely the opposite from the truth. Um, but there, there are a lot of, like, leadership characteristics that you find in men specifically who are outgoing, have aggressive tendencies and stuff like that. But what they, what the man needs typically is some guidance and a soft touch to really incorporate those things that might be just kind of going wild on their own and draw them down and, um, I guess, have more self-realization to um, have control over um, their emotions, you know, not have outbursts and, and things like that. Well, so one of, the, one of my favorite sayings is, uh, if a man is... Um, you know, if you're unable to hurt a fly or something, I'm going to butcher this, by the way. Yeah. It, 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 if you're unable to, to do harm, it doesn't make you a good man. Okay. So if you're unable to get in a fist fight, like if you're just weak, it doesn't make you a good person. It just makes you weak. A good person is somebody who has the devastating ability to kill or to just do harm. And chooses not to or chooses um chooses the moment and uses that in a defensive way to defend their sweet wife to take care of their loved ones you know you have to have that aggression that ability to just yeah dude i can freaking snap yeah but i have more control over it now you know and you guys talk about me even like from four or five years ago i'm not the same guy yeah you know i'm just not and I attribute a lot of that to, you know, God, obviously. But uh, the way that he did that was he brought my wife into the picture. And so slowly over time, um, she's taught me so many things and encouraged me to grow and do these things. And like I was talking about in the last podcast, doing something hard every day, right? Yeah. Doing, doing what you don't want to do, right? And so I might not want to do these things, but I know it's going to make me a better man for her, for myself, for my future children, whatever it is. So I, I'm down with it, you know, and that having, you know, she's my counsel, in-house counsel, always there. I can always talk to her. You know, I know that she's got my best at heart. I know that, you know, even if she says something and I'm like, you were kind of mean about that. I know she means well, though. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can take that criticism because you know me so well inside and out. And I need that. You know, it helps me thrive as a man. But yeah, there, there's something to say about like men, they have that natural aggression. And I think it's important to lean into that, to recognize that and to be like, yeah, I'm not going to emasculate myself. I'm not going to make myself less of a man and say, oh, I'm not ever going to do that. No, own it, own it. But uh, 
capture it, be aware of it, and grow a better understanding of that. Yeah. And you're going to grow as a person. You know? And and then you, you have the ability to properly take care of your your family and, you know, do all that stuff. Um, Questions, Jake? No. <laughs> I was going to ask this. Because you said, you know, you will snap, but you, like, control yourself to, like, not kill them. Yeah. You know? So, and let me just state this. I have, okay, but you ever want to kill somebody? <laughs> have you ever wanted to kill somebody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the reason why? You don't have to give names, but what was the reason why? What do they do? Besides, like, you know, take your product and, like, didn't give you the money. Uh, okay, so you know what? I'll just I'll I'll just give you guys um, uh, the most recent thing that's happened to me, where I was ready to to take somebody out. I wouldn't call it murder. I would say self defense. Okay. Like in a real scenario, um, and and this is what I'm talking about. The um, you know being able to hold yourself back. So, um, I was in my truck at Citrus Plaza leaving and um, do you guys know that they're building a new in and out over there? Yeah. Okay, so you know where it's at, yeah. right next to the freeway. So there's like uh, like Chick-fil-A over here and stuff kind of that corner of Citrus Plaza and then there's the freeway running this way and then you turn and you go under the freeway. I was at that intersection i was about to turn and go under the overpass the car in front of me was a beat up bm uh, bmw they pulled into the middle of the intersection and then they dead stopped and i and i can be kind of a jerk when i'm driving uh but on this day i was actually i wasn't i wasn't in a rush to get home my wife wasn't with me i was just got done running an errand or something and, um, you know, I was just kind of like listening to music, ready to go home and they dead stopped. So I just kind of like doop, hit my horn just barely just like, Hey dude, what's, what's going on? And, um, they, the guy in the passenger side seat, like leans out his window and he starts like throwing up gang signs and stuff. And I was like, okay. And he kind of like got back in and they pulled forward and then they slammed on their brakes. So I slammed on my brakes and then uh, they continued. I gave him a little bit more space and um, we pulled up to the next light. As we're going under the, the bridge, this guy pops out again and he takes a handgun and he points it at me uh, from their car. And... You know, so you kind of have an oh shit moment. Yeah, like scary. this is this is Redlands. Yeah. Like what the heck, dude? Like as far as California is concerned, like it's a good area, yeah. right? So I take my self defense seriously. Um, you know, I've got a safe in my center console that you know keeps things. Do you have your CCW locked up? Uh, I'm in the process. So you can legally have like a, a firearm in the car if it's locked in a safe. You don't have you you have you know there's no rounds in it. There's you know your magazines are separated, whatever. Um, so you know I have that. So I go and you know my first instinct is I pick up my phone and I dial nine one one. While I'm doing that, I'm 
opening up my center console, getting because the safe is like down, way down there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I reach in there, I you know key it open and and pull that out, and then um, you know get get myself prepared. And I lean my seat back all the way because you know the engine is in front of me, but you can shoot through the windshield. So I I lean it back so I can just barely see over my dash, right? This guy's over there throwing up gang signs. He's still got the gun pointed at me, and he's kind of like waving it at me to get me to pull up next to them. And I'm not retarded, so I don't. Yeah. Um, you know, I just sit back there and I'm talking to the 911 operator uh, at a very fast rate of speed because I'm freaked out and you know all this stuff is yeah. going on and and stuff. And so you know, they I give them the plate and everything as we're pulling out of there and. Um, they pulled into like the 7-Eleven parking lot because they still thought I was going to follow them. I don't know if some other idiot would go and be like, yo, let's beef. You know, like that's really dumb thing. So I, I took off and, you know, headed towards home, but I stopped at like the Stater Brothers and, you know, parked way off to the side and just kind of hung out for like 20 minutes uh, and make sure that I didn't get followed, you know, nothing. Um, called my wife and told her what happened. And then we met at home and I started my CCW paperwork that night. And that was like a little over a month ago. Yeah. So I'm in the process actually. Um, you know, so obviously they do all kinds of backgrounds. You have to go in, they do, they have, you know, psych eval that they do. They, you have an interview with them. You, uh, it takes like seven, eight months, I think, right now for San Bernardino County. Um, but yeah, I'm in the process because, yeah, you know, my thing was like, okay, I know I stowed this properly. I know I got, you know, like I was able to get to my stuff, but I, I had it stowed legally in my vehicle the right way. But it still gave me that kind of split second of pause. You know, like if I have to fire this there's a very real chance that I'll be going to prison. I'll be alive, but I'll be going to prison, you know, or there's just more of a chance for them to screw with you. Yeah. If you will. Um, and I didn't want that. And I, what I didn't want was that second of pause that could be, you know, the difference between life or death, like where I hesitate. So I'm like, okay, I got to get rid of that, you know? And, and so one of those ways is like, okay, you know, I'm going to invest more time and money into training, you know? So I, you know, my wife and I, my wife actually got her first handgun and, and I picked up another one cause you can have three on your list. And I told her, you know, like, I'd like you to get your CCW and she agreed. And so she's going to be getting hers as well now that she's purchased her first firearm. And uh, we were at the gun store earlier today, <laughs> actually. Um, picking up a, 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 a gun for, for, um, that's more home defense, not, not something you carry with you every day. Um, but yeah, I started taking that very much more seriously. And so we're actually going to look into doing like competition handgun shooting oh, nice. and stuff. I have a, I have a friend who does stuff like that. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can't remember the acronym, but it, they have like a, a group and it's like kind of like move and shoot exercises. Yeah, so it's yeah, a little bit more that. like tactical. Like you, you just you learn how to safely and effectively control a firearm for self defense. You know, and I, it's something I think I think everybody should get their CCW. I really do because um, the whole point of having a gun on you 
is to not have to use it. I know that sounds really wild, but that's the point. You want to have like, it. It sounds like an oxymoron, like have it yeah, so you don't need it's, it. It's there if you need it, but you're, you pray to God that you never have to use that thing. Yeah. But if you do, you're going to be so well trained that you know, okay, I am going to use the right kind of ammo so it's not going to shoot through a wall and potentially hurt somebody that I don't want to hurt on the other side of a wall. You know, I'm. you're not going to fire when there's people behind your target, you know. So, you, like, there's a lot of things that go into the mental preparation of it. It's like and when you shoot it, you only want to have to shoot it once, not all over the place. Yeah, like, there's just, there. I mean, I'll, you shoot until the, the threat is down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's it's a deterrent, right? Um, so you don't want to ever have to use it. If you do pull it out, you only pull it out because you are fully ready to end someone's life. Yeah. Or, or, you know, let's say your dog's getting attacked by a coyote or something to end that, that animal's life. Um, so it works like that. It's not, you're not trying to be some big, scary, you know, um, it's funny you guys <laughs> talk to gangster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, you need to you, be a Nazi. Dude. Yeah. You're, 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 you're there to, to, it's taking care of your family. Yeah. Really. It's taking care of yourself and your family. And, and one of the ways I take care of my family is by coming home every night. How do yeah, you do that? You make point. sure that you're safe enough to get home every night. I, you know, I just imagine like, like re- rehashing that story. Like, I'm assuming in my head they're Mexican. I don't know why, but they like, they were not. <laughs> they were not Mexican. No. Okay. Super, uh, they're black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just uh, it's it's facts. It's not like I'm not racist. Yeah, no, that's it's fine. It, but, the, those were the people who decided to draw a gun on me. I wasn't very surprised. I'm going to tell you that I'm more racist than I immediately went to. It's Mexican, yeah. um, but it's. <laughs> You know, they're sticking their gun out, their handgun. I just imagine you, like, going through your, like, uh, gun safe or whatever in your in your vehicle. And then you just pull out, like, an AK-47. <laughs> okay. Fuck that. And then they just, like, speed off, you know? I, I don't know. That would just be, like, a really funny scenario in my head. When it, when you were telling the story, I'm like, I just imagine this, like, Neil pulls out, like, a fucking Uzi or something. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. What is I, that? I mean, the whole point is to, to you know, uh, like... So, right now, I don't carry. Yeah. You know, it stays in my truck where it can legally be in a locked safe. Because that's my property. It's kind of like your home on wheels. Yeah. Is the way that the state looks at it. So, as long as it's not in view. Because, like, if you had a bunch of guns, like, taped to, like, your window, that's not allowed. But if you have them inside in a safe where they're out of view, public view... And it's locked, totally okay. You know, just don't keep them loaded and, yeah. you know, don't keep one in the chamber and stuff. So I'm very diligent about following the rules because I don't want our government overlords to get mad at me what did, uh, and shoot my dog. What did the dispatcher say? Uh, she was super calm. Are um, they Mexican? Dude, the one, the one thing that threw me off... Yeah, they did ask the ethnicity of the people. They, you know, asked for the license plate. And I told them it's the shittiest BMW, I've, black BMW I've ever seen. Like, I should have known going in. Like, probably don't honk at these people. But, like, you know, I, I think back on that scenario a lot. Because I... 
I'll tell you right now, I straight up like didn't sleep for like five nights. Um, like it, it really messed with my head that, you know, like, was it like you, you were like kind of scared about it or were you like so angry that you just were like, both? Yeah, both. I, I was angry that I was scared and I was, you know, scared about how angry I got that somebody, you know, pointed a gun at me. I, I, you know, it's it's just a tough situation. And so I think your mind naturally just runs through all these scenarios in your head over and over and over again. And me just being that extra like ADHD, it, it's going like just Mach 1 in yeah. my head all the time. And so, you know, to go to sleep, you're you kind of slow everything down. I couldn't do that so i'd be going to like i'd be just passing out at like five in the morning and then i you know not waking up till noon which is fine for me right now because i'm not going to work you know um but yeah not not fun um but you know the more like we've been to the range a bunch since then just getting more proficient with handguns getting more proficient with self-defense, taking, you know, my health, my, you know, personal physical health, even, you know, stepping that up just yeah. to be, you know, cause I don't want to be caught off guard and I want to live a long life and be able to share that with my family. So, you know, whether it's, you know, like we talked about doing the hard thing each day and, you know, taking my health seriously or, eating right or whatever it is they they all kind of go together yeah you know so that's that's kind of i feel like what this year is going to be about is just personal growth and health and you know really just pushing in that area to be better yeah yeah be better guys um (laughs) we're actually going to skip the music review but i wanted to end us off on like a more like comical topic and i you just I don't know. I think you just really like this one. It says uh, uh, South Korea just passed a law banning the sale of dog meat. That sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, good for them. North Korea. Cats still are still a problem. on the table. <laughs> cat, yeah, they can steal cats. I'd be fine with the cats. Uh, I'm, I'm not a cat guy. Yeah, um, we're just cats. I think I'm fine well. with either as long as they've been dewormed. <laughs> uh, I, I always saw those uh, those posters that like I don't know if it's like the ASPCA or whatever they they put up and it was a big billboard and it had all these farm animals mm. and then like dogs and cats and uh, horses and stuff and it's like where do you uh, draw draw the line, the line between yeah. food and friend and I was like right Ricky. in between horse and cow <laughs> you know the cows because <laughs> I was like you guys are so silly but yeah yeah, yeah. that's it's wild that they're I think it's funny. It's just, it's just South Korea. Like that's it. I, I think it's funny how like they all had to like come together. Like you know what? Um, how about we stop eating the dog meat? <laughs> that that was like what so, came? What made you come up with that? Like South, this... South Korea is the one that people are allowed to go to. Yeah. 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 yeah North Korea is the one. So I think my cousin she lives in South Korea. So my my sister. This is a long time ago. She actually went to China on a mission trip. And they got to go on a boat in between, on the border in between them. So there's armed guards on the other coast, right? Mm. And they're on the river. And, um, 
you know, even the armed guards in North Korea, they see white people, they freak out because they've never seen a white person before. It's crazy to them. Someone right? ate an entire jaw of whiteout. <laughs> she said this is this is the wildest thing. The South Korean border, it like it's all lit up. There's greenery, you know, like tons of plants and stuff. The North Korean border, there's not a single plant. And she found yeah. out it's because the people eat everything. All of the vegetation, even the poisonous plants. At certain times of the year, they find that they they don't hurt their stomachs as bad. So they'll literally eat everything because they're all starving over there. So yeah, Fuck, communism. Man. Fuck, man. Yeah. Dang. That was... <laughs> I like how I was like, hey, comical topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of brought up South Korea eating dogs. Those people like, fucking eating it was poisonous the... plants because they're starving. <laughs> Well, it's true. But you know, it's, next it's time funny. that you think about that your socialist agenda is like super cool. Maybe just... they should eat dog meat. Maybe they shouldn't ban that. <laughs> Send the dog, dude, that's dog wild, over. though. Eating dog meat? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm, just send the dogs over. But I mean, you go to India, they they think that we're horrible because we eat cows. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, so like different strokes for different folks, I think is the I know when I, when I went to Africa, they um, they eat cow, but they they let the cow live its whole life. So right before it's going to die, then they kill it, then they eat it. And it's rough. Yeah. Like, it tastes terrible. It's so hard. I think like, eating dog is more rough. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. It's a good one. <laughs> so <laughs> when when I went to Crafton, all right, I met the weirdest uh, type of person ever. Okay. Yeah. It was a cannibal. Oh, you Ooh. met a cannibal. I met a cannibal. All right. And at Crafton? We, yeah, we were talking. We were talking about. And uh, they were just open about eating people. Yeah. Like he didn't always. You know, said he didn't. Was he like just someone you just bumped into, or mm-hmm. was it like a professor that was like doing a another student? What the fuck? So we we got talking and talking, and you know, he was explaining to me like what it tastes like and all this stuff. I was like, that's really interesting, and and all this stuff. And I just remember at the end of the conversation, um, he gave me such a good handshake, <laughs> like the flavor was just delicious. <laughs> That was a joke, Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, whole yeah, thing was a, a joke. joke. Was like, it was a setup. It was such a dark joke. <laughs> it was a very dark joke. Like, blended hand. Ew. Yeah. I have another cannibal joke. Do you guys want to hear? Okay. I didn't know cannibal jokes even existed. Yeah. A lot of Ivy joke exists. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's, what's this one? What the cannibal do when he dumped his girlfriend? He what? flushed. <laughs> Jesus. We're just going dark humor jokes. Is that what we're doing? Like, dude, you you like, want to know about dark humor? Talk to any like firefighter, police officer, or nurse because they see it all. Yeah. So my my wife used to always say I had a really really dark sense of humor. She hated it, and now she's a nurse, and she's like, "Oh, I get it. You have to laugh about it, or you'll go crazy." <laughs> yeah. <pretty laughs> like much. you you just have to have a sense of humor about like the things that you see. So. And that's the moral of this whole episode, I suppose. So, guys, there uh, was a moral. <laughs> I don't Wait, think what's, so. What's your favorite dark humor joke? My favorite dark humor joke. Um, you can take that a no, couple different ways. Well, how, how do you drown a black guy? How you pop his lips, <laughs> and it's dark because he's black. So, G T O F F E N D E D. 
podcast. Um, Jake? I'm watching Neo try not to laugh. <laughs> He's holding it back. <laughs> um, Jacob's Reckless on Instagram. And then also selling Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting about the Girl Scout um, update. If you want Girl Scout cookies, hit me up. I'll send you a link. And yeah. And then, Neil, you still don't want to be found. Don't try and find me. But what you guys can do, we talk about Whitman quite a bit, but his uh, episode, I believe, is called The Sexiest Masseur. Is that it? I don't know. I yeah. think it's called The Sexiest, sexiest Masseur. Sexiest or Sexiest Masseur. Yeah, with Whitman Vitale. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Actually, you know what? I'll plug Whitman. Sure. He's got a company. It's called Stature, um, based out of Redlands. If you guys need a really good massage, I actually just recently went to him and got one. It was fantastic. Um, really professional. Really knows his sports medicine and stuff. So, you know, if you lead an active lifestyle and you need that uh, in your life just to help you recover or, you know, uh, progress, uh, he's the guy I would go to. So you guys can look him up line, his, online. His website's great and really easy to use. You can set up a booking from there. He and knows I'll, what your meniscus is. Yeah, he will know what a meniscus is. And <laughs> and it's not in your arm. <laughs> Listen back to the old episode, guys. Um, I will plug uh, Whitman's information for his company in the description below. So thank, thank, you, thank you guys so much for listening. Until yeah. the next time. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.